0: We cannot achieve the sustainable development agenda without gender equality. In order to achieve gender equality, we must fight the prevailing gender stereotypes that hinder women from climbing to the top. This requires effort from both women and men. Our guest on Talks podcast is here to discuss his views on gender discrimination and the measures we must take to achieve gender equality. Our guest for today is what we would describe as a male ally a man who will advocate for women even when there are no women in the room. The President of the Suti, Masood Karakani, was elected in November, and one of his most important issues has been equality and democracy, and especially the fight against slander. Masood Karakani was elected President of the Suti in November 2021. As president, Garakani is formally the country's second highest ranked person after the king. Welcome to the Honour Talks podcast, Garakani. Thank you. As someone with multicultural background, what would you say are the most obvious ways in which Scandinavia differs from other countries in terms of gender equality?
1: I think uh, Scandinavian and Nordic countries they have the same values and that's democracy that's gender equality freedom of speech and unfortunately uh, during the pandemic uh, we have had a setback in democracy in many parts of the world but not in the Nordic countries and when I receive uh, guests to the parliament uh, from other countries or I visit other countries many say to me say to me that We think Norway is a rich country because of oil, and of course, oil is important, but the main reason that we are a successful country is that we have a welfare system, and in that welfare system, gender equality is important, that you have both women and men a part of that labor force, so our income is the human capital, and a big part of that has been our fight for gender equality.
0: Yeah, and I think that's such a good point you raised here, uh, Garakani, that Norway has in place policies that makes it possible for women to take part in the workforce. But despite being at the forefront of egalitarian policy, females in Norway represent a meagre portion of leaders in the private
1: sector. Why do you
0: think that is the case?
1: I think it's lack of understanding that diversity is good. Its Diversity is good for your organization. And diversity is good for business and uh, we need more awareness about this and I'm glad to be a part of your campaign.
0: Uh, We are very honored here as well to have you both in the campaign and also having you here with us live today. You and one of the founders of Arne Campaign, Janneke Olsen, made, made headlines all over Norway on March 8th. I had really challenges going to, I was like Janneke you are here, Janneke you are here <laughs> and come on! And <laughs> Masoud is really everywhere. Uh, why did you change your name to Anna? Because that is what the campaign is about, that Anna is a symbol of the fact that we have more. Uh, men in CEO positions than females. So, uh, what was the reason for you to change your name to Anna and what message was it that you aimed to convey?
1: You know, Anna took contact with me and we are both from the city of Drammen and uh, I think your campaign is a grassroots campaign and for me one of the values I want to talk about, I want to work with it's it's gender equality so I have not used LinkedIn in, in a long time. So I uh, made a profile, I called myself uh, Anne Garakani, and I am glad to be a small part of an important campaign to make sure that women and device diversity is an important part of all our society, both the CEOs of the big companies in Norway and other part of the Norwegian society. Mm. I have to congratulate you on your debut. Um, what an
0: amazing debut you made on LinkedIn. Come on, I mean, I don't think there's many persons, I mean, in Norway who can even um, brag about your entry at LinkedIn being in every news outlet in Norway. Uh, I have read an interview of yours, uh, Mr. Garakami, where you stated that your mother played an important role uh, in your early life. I would like you to elaborate on this what is it that she teached you?
1: My mother taught me a lot of things she's an important role model in my life and to understand what my mother and me you have to understand our background Uh, we are born in Iran and uh, one of the big heroes in my life is my grandfather he was a working-class hero in many ways Uh, he worked in the railway system in Iran during the Shah building railway and uh, uh, he was a Child uh, that only had a mother. Uh, his father was not around. So when he got to be a parent and had a lot of daughters in Iran at that time, it was usually like this that the women, when they turned 18 years old, to get their independent, they should marry. For him, it was important that my mother and uh, my mother's sister got the education, that they got to be independent themselves. And when my mother, after a while, got married and, and we came to Norway, you know, she started in this country uh, working in the kindergarten. And uh, after a while, she got education. She's a teacher now. And uh, everybody knows that my mother is the boss in, in our family. And that's how I've been raised up. And uh, so for me, uh, gender equality has always been a part of my life. And, and my, my mother is an important role mother in my life.
0: That's so beautiful, both the story of your grandfather who actually wanted his daughters to all have education and also the fact that you see uh, how important it is for women to both have education and to join the workforce. Um, And the fact is we cannot achieve gender equality without the cooperation between both sexes. Your grandfather was a great example of this. Uh, And the fact that you stated that your mother was the boss, uh, that itself also conveys some kind of respect uh, that you really learn at a very early stage to respect uh, your mother as a female. What do you think men can do now to mitigate the challenges women
1: face in the workforce? is to support and talk about the important values Norway is built on, and that's uh, of course gender equality. And that's a big part of uh, Norway being a successful country, that we have a welfare system that makes us uh, a country that we can take care of each other. Uh, and I think it's important to support women and make sure that we get more empowerment in many areas of our society.
0: That leads me to uh, the next question, you just said support. How do you support females in your life?
1: Well, I uh, always say I believe in you and you have to believe in yourself. Uh, Make the choices you want to do, make your dreams come true. And I got you back. So that's, that's the way I do it.
0: Oh, that's beautiful. Uh, my ex-boyfriend also used to say, I'm your shadow. Don't you worry. Yeah. Because no matter what, <laughs> I am your shadow and I'm here there for you. We have now come to our last question to you, uh, Mr. Garakani. I could have gone on for hours. <laughs> do you have any advice for young and ambitious women?
1: Just do it. Just do it. We need you. And we need diversity. And uh, we need men that understand that gender equality is an important part of the Norwegian society. Mm-hmm. And I know there's a lot of men that understand that. So thank you for me being a part of your campaign and uh, we need more women parliament in every area in our society.
0: Thank you so much for your final words and a big thank you for being guest on Ane podcast and uh, we can we're so happy that we have um have men like you who are true allies thank you very much once again